Kelly Craywick. Welcome to the Coffee with Kelly podcast. Every morning, God downloads little tidbits of encouragement into my life, and I would like to share it with you. So grab your favorite cup of coffee, and let's take a moment to chat. Ah, it's a beautiful day today. The sun is shining. That always puts a little spring in my step, <laughs> my solar power itself. Hey, so I wanted to share with you, um, there's been so many things that God has shown me, but today on this podcast, I'm reading through the book of Exodus now, um, jumping around in the chronological Bible. And I had originally intended to take you through this walk with me, but and I don't know, God's just been dealing with me on so many different things. And how many of us know that that life, you know, can happen and, and we get all these different things going on. And, you know, here, here personally, it's like, okay, I have five dogs. I live with three men and I have to cook dinner and I'm, I'm, I'm planning some trips, missions trips. And so I'm, I'm working on ways to fundraise and Greg and I are trying to make these awesome pierogies, uh, which we're going to to try and use as a fundraiser. And then I have all these dreams of, you know, maybe, maybe eventually I'll, I'll be able to raise enough money that after I go on these missions trips, I can open a coffee shop or I don't know. I'm just trying to, to keep chasing after God. And, and in the middle of all of that, I can so easily lose my focus and get distracted and, and get, it seems like the devil always wants us to focus more on ourselves and what's going on with us than on the world around us. And as I'm reading through the book of Exodus, I'm now reading about the plagues that God is bringing on Egypt and how the Pharaoh is responding to them. And, and as I'm reading this, you know, I'm going along and I, I read where this spot that just caught me was where God hardened Pharaoh's heart. That's what the Bible says. And I, I was a little I was like, wait a minute, God hardened Pharaoh's heart? Well, doesn't God want everyone to be saved? Doesn't God love Pharaoh? Doesn't he love everyone? So I was like, I have to do a little research on this because I don't understand exactly what that means or what he's saying here. So I looked in some commentaries and I looked up on the internet, you know, some different things. And you have to be careful when you do that because you can, it's a people you're getting into then kind of some opinions. You know, you have to be, be conscious of what you're reading and whose material you're reading but I went to some sources that I know that I really trust. And as I'm reading through this, it's talking about in that day, the Pharaoh would have thought that he was like a God himself, untouchable. He'd been raised in, he was entitled. He, he never needed for anything. He was the king, if you will, the, the Pharaoh. He was like a God. He was arrogant. He had pride. And as I was reading, there was a scripture that came, Psalm 10.4, in his pride, the wicked man does not seek him. And they're talking about God. In all his thoughts, there is no room for God. So there was no room in Pharaoh's heart. And because he blocked out God, the more God showed himself, the more angry he became. You think, and if you look at the plagues, you know, every time God would make a, would have a plague come down on Egypt, the, the sorcerers, the people who, who worked for Pharaoh, they could match it. They would do the same thing. Turn the water to blood. They would turn the water to blood. Turn your staff into a snake. They would make snakes. It was like all this trying to, it was like a match, you know, who's, who's better. They were sparring back and forth. And, and then it got to a point 
where God started bringing plagues down on Egypt that could not be reproduced. And the problem was, instead of Pharaoh seeing, wow, instead of fear, it was replaced. There was no fear. There was anger. It's a, it's a process that happens in your heart. And, and I was the reason why I'm bringing that up is because I really feel like we have to be so careful. I believe that God was showing me how in my own life, and I've seen it before, I, how, how many times, and I look at the people of Israel, I look at myself, how many times have I seen miracles? And, and yet I still chase after them. Like, I want to see a miracle, God. And if you look at even, even the, the rich man who, went, who died, and, and when he was in, in hell, in Haiti, he looked up at Father Abraham, just, just let Lazarus you know, put a drop on my tongue, you know, all this th- that God said. Even if you saw these things, you would still not believe. And it made me see, like he's been showing me. I hope this is making sense as I'm going through this, because I'm, I'm kind of, I know, I'm not going down any rabbit hole. I really want you to see what I'm saying because I've seen miracles. Wednesday or Monday night, I went to a Bible study, and there was a woman who had she. It was a woman's Bible study, and this this particular woman had had made dinner. She owns a restaurant. She brought in dinner for all the women that were at this Bible study. There's probably forty or fifty of us, and. And she just brought it in for us. And I thought, wow, this is really nice. And, and at, the, at the end, she, she got up and she said, the reason why I did this is because a year ago today, or, or in this month, I had an aneurysm in my brain. The blood clot was the size of a golf ball. And they told me, they told my husband I was going to die. They were going to go in and they were going to operate and see what they could do, but they were pretty sure she was not going to make it through. And if she did, she was going to be paralyzed, unable to speak. They just didn't know because of where, what, what was in her brain. And so she's standing there and I'm looking at her and she's walking and she's talking and she looks, she's beautiful. She's normal. And, and God healed her. I mean, this was so bad that her husband was allowed to stay in the room while they did this procedure because he, they wanted him, they didn't want him to lose her without her, him being there. You know, this was a serious thing. It was a miracle. It was a miracle. How many times does God do miracles in your life? Does he come through when you pray? Even in the small things, it's a miracle. Because there's no way possible that this could have happened without God. I've seen it in my life and God showed me. He's like, Kelly, you've seen miracles. And yet you're at a point in your life now where you're questioning, where you still have doubt. And he showed me how there's been times where I've allowed the devil to steal that miracle from me. I've allowed the devil to steal that, that joy of my salvation from me. Every day, I need to focus. The Pharaoh, as we read further into Exodus, allowed anger to rise up. He was so angry that when the firstborn of Egypt were killed, he let them go. All of them. He, he wanted them out because he was so hurt and it's grieving. But then he became so angry that he chased them, ultimately ending in his own demise. And we have to be so careful that this beast 
in, that, that the devil wants to create inside of us, this anger, this jealousy, this resentment, this grief, that it doesn't become such a beast that it chases out God and it no longer allows God to touch our heart, that we no longer are able to see the miracles every day. I look back and, and let me share this with you. I wonder as I'm, I'm working through things in my life, God, why did you take my mom at 70 years old? Why did cancer take her? And why did it happen so quickly? Why her, God? I'm being selfish here. And, I, I, and God is like showing me how I need to not worry about that. There were so many things that my mom did in those 70 years of her life that made an impact in others. And it was time because everyone's going to die. And I now in my own life need to focus on what he has for me to do. I've had visions. I've seen things that I want to do. And I, I want to just live my life out loud for God, whatever he asks, wherever he asks me to go. There have been so many times in my life that he's, he's pulled me out of places. He's not allowed me to, to do anything. Churches that I've been in that he's told me to leave, that it's time for you to go, Kelly. I want to use you over here. And I don't understand, and people don't understand, and yet I still have to walk in God's path. I still have to obey God. I still have to see the miracle every day that I woke up today with breath in my lungs. That today I say, Yes, God, today, still today, God, through everything, I will follow you. Stop looking at things around you. Stop listening to the lies that Satan tells you. Do not allow him to harden your heart. The same Jesus that healed that woman with the brain aneurysm, the same God, Jesus, that led the people of Israel out of Egypt into the promised land. All those miracles, that same God, Put breath in your lungs this morning. Do not allow Satan to steal the joy of that. Share it. And, and, and be love. Be what God wants you to be. Ask him today, God, what do you want me to do today? God is with you. God wants you to share who he is with someone today. One person. It doesn't matter what people remember. Is, is who you were, what you did, how you spoke into their lives. I just pray this blesses you and that you move forward in all that he has. Thank you so much for listening today. <laughs>